I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With Jen on the ether. It's season four, episode four, Super Karate Monkey Death Car. Now, we have talked about it before. We have with Jesse Thorne, but it was a non-traditional episode. No, you haven't. You weren't there. And there's one other person who was not there. Who's that? That person. Now, I'm dialing a phone right now, but it's not Paul Sims. It's it's a surprise guest. Is it ringing? What? It should be ringing. It's ringing. Sounds like a ring. Ringing. Ringing. Hi, Josh Lieb. You're on the air. Hey, I mean, Jason. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, also here with my co-host, Alan, and co-host, Jen. Hey, Hi. Josh. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Thank you. So you're responsible for this insane episode of News Radio. I am. I am. Or a lot of it, at any rate, yeah. Most of, most uh, of the... Are all the translations yours, or was that a group effort? <laughs> No, they were uh, almost all mine. Uh, Paul punched them up a little bit. I mean, it's funny, I was just looking, I hadn't seen it in forever and ever, and, and so I was just watching some of it. Uh, although I didn't, I didn't get to all the translations. I do remember Paul punched up some of the, uh, like anything about, I think, uh, you know, loins ribboned with fat and whatever. <laughs> it's definitely all me. I, think, I think Paul might have had... Um, Jimmy has fancy plans and pants to match. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, all the stuff that's like donkey, 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 donkey. That's, that's all me. That's, I was about to ask you that. That's actually my favorite right there. Donkey, 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 oh. donkey. Yeah, my favorite too, yeah. No, I, 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 that, that was a fantasy of mine. I was so happy. Um, so, Josh, at some point, uh, I mean, I won't give it away too much, but we're going to have you on in person, but we wanted to talk specifically about this episode. Uh, I think the best thing to do is ask you about your memories about writing this or shooting it or, or, or whatever sure. else. Well, I feel, like, I, I feel like I've talked about, I mean, you know, I think when we did the DVDs, I talked about this, and I, I, you know, other people have asked, and so I, I think if I don't know sort of what's real and what's, I have a terrible memory, you know, so, so as best I can remember, and I think this is all true, but, you know, you know, go back and confirm that I'm I'm a fucking liar. Or I, don't know if <laughs> I shouldn't curse on your show. So yes, sorry, you can. It. Believe me, we do it all the time. Uh, uh, well, so at any rate, the, um, I think I used to before I was married and had kids and stuff. I used to go down when I had time off. I'd go down to Sullivan's Island, South Carolina. I'd rent a little place there to write, and especially off season, you could get a place really cheap. And I remember being down there when I had the idea for this, and I think I was. Um, this, this is a part that I feel like can't be true, but I, I think I was reading a story in the New Yorker, and um, it had been translated from the Japanese. And uh, the, the the guy who had written the story, or the one who written the story, had quoted, had had a you know had said you know as, and as the uh, poet has written, and had a, a poem in there. And I realized that it was uh, from the the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock by T. S. Eliot, but it had been 
mistranslated. Oh. It had been translated into Japanese and then back. Now this part could be completely wrong, but I feel like I recognized that it. it was like it was something. It was a, the part about rolling up uh, uh, his uh, cuffs of his pants, and and so now it might have been a correction. I, I, I feel like this is true. I, this could be a hallucination, but I'm, I'm almost positive it came out of a New Yorker. And and that's really where I got the idea. And you know, and, and that's when you know I think we'd already done some. Uh, we'd already done the um, the bit about uh, Super Karate Monkey Death Car, the video game before this, correct? Uh, the the game. Or, no, sorry, no. Game. The band Super Karate Monkey yeah. Death Car. The yeah. video game comes later. Oh, the video game. Okay. <laughs> so uh, anyhow, it's already sort of you know we'd already delved in this a little bit, and and uh, anyhow, so I just I had the idea like yeah, you know, what if Jimmy's uh, you know had his autobiography published one way and then came back the other way, and I, I think. Um, I, I was gonna. I, was, I got on the phone with Sam Johnson to tell him about it because it was such a. Uh, it was an idea I was so excited about, and that's it. I, then I wrote it, and um, uh, and it was. It's pretty much you know as is the, the the toughest part. I mean, you know, it's not. I was just looking at it. I couldn't even remember what the the B story was. And I watched it. I realized, oh no, it, it was it was the B story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the, the, the story was the whole lie detector thing, and and um, the. Uh, well, actually, but I speak on the live director thing. I'm saying I, I've always I just watched uh, the first half of it again. And I, it always bummed me out that the um, the it, it never came out quite as funny as I wanted it to. And especially, you know, I was, I think what it is is that because all the actors are great. It's that Dave is the cutest thing, uh, line, <laughs> which I always you know thought was going to be so good, but the the buzzer comes in too late. It's just it, it, and and it, it really I think it, I think it, it lessens the jokes. It, it drives me crazy. Because Dave was so good in it, but um, <laughs> and and and, uh, and anyway, so uh, I, I got it into Paul, and, and the toughest part, I mean, it, the, the whole story, it, it's basically like a Super Dave episode because it, it's ninety percent set up or you know, ten percent payoff, you know, it's just it's, and uh, although, but in, in in and a lot of the work was diminishing all that setup, and the scene where Dave and Jimmy are discussing. Or in Jim, where Jimmy sets it up in Dave's office, uh, I remember was much longer when I first wrote it, and Paul was pretty brutal and said, you know, it was, it was too, I knew it was too, it must have been five pages. It was too long. We never did anything that long, but you know, there there was so much uh, pipe I had to lay about, you know, that he wrote it and then it, it didn't do well, and then he had it, you know, like why wasn't he just re-releasing the English version? Well, you know. The storehouse had burnt down, and all the you know original drafts were you know I, 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 <laughs> oh I don't know justifications for like why it didn't, and then you know and as it came down to it, like I said, to cut all that out, and you know, and I think I think now like it's it, it's a pretty elegant uh, you know setup for a pretty contrived uh, idea. So mm-hmm. I, I, I am happy with how that came out. You know, you could obviously like poke holes in it. I mean, the whole thing is so preposterous, but <laughs> you know, but but yeah, but Paul mm. Paul definitely like made me like trim that way down i was way too worried about about the possibility of it all how often was something that it was a baby of yours immediately relegated to b or c story oh there was no um there's no like snobbery or, or like oh god that's a b story like you know you, there was never any like like i i i, I probably said it it's a B story. Like it is a B story. I don't see how that, that story could be big enough to carry a whole episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, some things are just like that's just what they are. You know, it, 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 some of your babies are are runners. Uh, <laughs> some of them are, you know, you know. But you no, know, there was never, there was certainly no C 
offensive insult. Like it, it was, there was no way that was a story that could include the whole staff, or um, especially with the whole, you know, we had we had Lauren Graham in there, and the whole Matthew getting his job back, you know. So we had to have a, a you know, a specialized Matthew scene in there. So mm-hmm. no, there, there there was no way that was ever going to be the uh, a story. That's sensible. Yeah. Um, did you have any questions, Alan? Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Josh. I, I uh, give me just one second because now I'm realizing I've 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 not burned all my questions. I'm just trying to see. Uh, so I actually um, shoot. Give me one second. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard. I'm not used to doing it on phone because uh, if if, if we have Paul Sims on, it, it, I, hate, I hate phone calls. Hate it's, <laughs> if, if we have Paul on, he just insults me for half of it, and it's kind of great. Um, well, well, what? What did you mean when you wrote "bad clown making super American car racers"? <laughs> I would make them sweat. War, war. <laughs> yeah, that I, well, by that I meant the FCC, obviously. <laughs> so that was. Well, it's like so. Those guys. The, so you know, the the, the hippie bookstore owners was our buddy uh, Dave Gruber Allen, oh, okay. who um, we used a couple of times in the show, and uh, Gruber. You know, just a, a super funny, talented guy. You've probably seen him in everything. He's on yeah, sure. And, and uh, he was, um, we knew him. He'd been in a comedy troupe with Al Higgins' brothers, uh, Steve and Dave, uh, called Higgins Boys and Gruber. They had, a, they had a show on the old Ha Network. And so, you know, Gruber's a guy we always like to use. He's always so funny. And um, and uh, the guy, the the annoying fan, who, <laughs> you know, the, the donkey, 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 donkey guy, <laughs> is my buddy Brian Posehn. Uh-huh. Um, who uh, we also use a couple of, I, we, you know, I love Brian, he's so funny. And I, I'd worked with him on the old John Stewart show. Uh, we were both writers there, and um, this is pre news radio. And uh, he's, Brian's one of those guys. It, it, it's like I always, I like, I, 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 I thought of him when I wrote that part. And um, uh, the reason I, I like it so much, I remember I used to go to baseball games with my grandfather, and there, minor league games, there used to be this guy called. Uh, Max Papkin, the Clown Prince of Baseball, and he, he would tour all the the, the local, the, the you know, the little minor league games. And he was he was like he was like a Harpo Marx guy. You know, he wore a baggy uniform and he did dumb tricks and you know and he he was he was funny and he was, he was a baseball clown. And I remember telling my grandfather tackling and pointing at him and goes he goes uh, he goes look at him he goes you just look at him and he laughs you know mm-hmm. and like like that was sort of like Max Papkin's great gift but he was just funny when you just saw him. And like that's how I think Brian is. He's got such a great, I'm not calling him funny looking, I'm just saying like he's got such a great comic demeanor that like yeah. you yeah. look at him and you laugh. Like like that that, that great hangdog. Uh, it, 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 so he was, you know, he was the, exactly the right guy for that. Um, and then while we were shooting it, um, somebody, it was like Rogan or somebody said, uh, you know, or somebody said, you know, the porn star Ron Jeremy is in the audience tonight. Like, like he was just in the stands. And I said, oh, okay, oh, oh, that's funny. Like, somebody go, you know, invite him, see if he wants to be an extra. <laughs> and so they did, and he said, sure. And so that's why, you know, he's sort of leering in the um, <laughs> in the background of the thing. I think in the end, I think it was Rogan, I think he was a guest of Rogan's at the show that night, you know? Uh, so I, he, wasn't just some, he wasn't just some random guy in the audience that night, but that's like where that, you know, where the little Easter egg came in. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, Stephen obviously just, kills it he's it's just you know he's, he's so good and he, he was just uh, all on his shoulder i think he was just so right it was a real that, that, that one is a, a very gratifying experience 
He delivers just, those pauses and everything just so, so upsettingly perfectly. Oh, yeah, he, he's in horrible, horrible psychic pain the whole time. Uh-huh. It was just great. And then the speechless and the, the sigh at the end. It's just always funny to see Mr. James <laughs> with all that dignity just being completely defeated. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, it, it was it was really nice. <laughs> um. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought I thought somebody else had a question. Well, um, do you have a particular favorite part of? <laughs> uh, is there anything that you wrote that that got cut out? And of what remained, is there a particular favorite part? And at least in terms of the translation stuff, or any of it, really. Yeah, I- I, I don't remember a lot of things that get cut, so, so yeah. I, I, I don't know. Although, you know, it's funny, I just, just watched the cold open again. Uh, I, I really like how that turned out. I, I don't even know if that was mine, but the, um, the whole, you know, switching places and all people yes. at you and stuff. That, 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 that was really well done. It feels yeah. really oh. terrific there. Um, uh, no, you know, I said, like, my, my favorite part of the whole thing is, is donkey, 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 donkey. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, just the sheer implausibility and, and somebody being on the spot and having to defend that was just <laughs> really happy. Uh, I don't know if you can comment on this I was going to bring this up later this is I don't know if you were there when they shot the credit sequences in New York but yeah. I'm fairly certain Bill's smoking a joint in this in this credit sequence and then throws it away because he's not smoking that like a cigarette no no he's smoking a cigarette is he he's god damn it it looks so much like <laughs> it, a joint no 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 it was, it was he was just smoking it you know like a Frenchman, he, mm-hmm. he, he, he's absolutely smoking a cigarette. But um, it, but I, I was thinking just how you know how difficult it is to even get smoking on TV now. That you yeah. know it was sort of a a, mir- a miracle we could put it unnecessarily into the credits like that. But yeah, That's no, true. it's not a joint. Wow. Okay, I, uh, you're you're right. It just must be the fancy way he was smoking it that threw me. Exactly. I really no, like. No, I think that's it. That's it. Because people who smoke joints are very, very fancy people. Just in the terms of uh, the news radio world, because uh, he did have fans in the audience uh, when he was reading the translated book, uh, how well do you think sales actually were in the U.S. with that <laughs> translation? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it sold very well. I don't remember how we wrapped it up. I, th- I think he, I, there might have been something about burning all the copies or something. But uh, you know, uh, no, no, it did, it did not sell. I think people came to see. There were there were there were some people interested in the news in the bookstore, but you saw that they, they left without buying copies. So right. I think it's true. Uh, I think I think it did poorly. That gives you a pretty solid. Or idea. letting him finish his reading at oh. all because they were like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so brilliant. I I love this episode so much. Um, well, Josh, I appreciate you giving us Thank some you. of your time today. Um, oh, my pleasure. And we look forward to speaking to you in person more on the next episode that you're on. Uh, but should we tell people where to find you on Twitter or et cetera? And is there anything you want to promote? Um, yeah, you can find my, I mean, I don't tweet very often, but if, if you want to follow me, it's uh, Josh Leap 9. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, in case there are eight other Josh Leaps. Uh, I'm number nine, I think. And um, the um, no, I, I, uh, I got, none of my particular TV shows. I, I would recommend anyone who liked uh, 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 this episode of News Radio to uh, read my novel. 
I am a genius of unspeakable evil, and I want to be your class president. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a it's a young adult novel, but um, but it, it is funny like this is, and I, I think you'll enjoy it. Or if you have slightly younger, I have a book called Rat Scalibur that's also good. So yeah, go, go buy my books. I, that that's how you can thank me for donkey, 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 donkey. <laughs> <laughs> thank Perfect. you so much. Thank you Josh. so much. Thank Josh. you. Great. Bye. I'm glad we could finally do this. All right, yes. I'll see you soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bye. 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 Now we're going to take a break. What? Hey, Alan. Hey, Jason. So, you know how we've been talking about this contest forever? Yes. Uh, when Susan Leslie and Robert Spina came on, gave us a shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, Robert gave us a shirt that we want to give to people, but you've got to earn it, guys. Yes. And it's, yeah, not, that, it's not that we... theory of a contest. Exactly. It's not that we've forgotten, you know, to come up with a thing or got caught up in it. We've been waiting for exactly this moment to tell you guys what the contest is going to be. And I interrupted you, but you just did say it's a fury of a contest. Fury that, of a yes, contest. Yes, sure. Yes. Um, the, so we it's a trivia contest. We know the, of at least five times Joe Fury has appeared on the show, either visually or, or voice or auditorily. Yes. Um, so what we want you to do is to be the first person to name at least four of those. Tell us the episode and what he's doing in it. Uh, I, I should we give the caveat that if you don't know the uh, exact name of the episode, can be like he's doing the thing in the thing. Like, can we at least give them that, or do we want them to name the specific episode? What do we think? Just I think just the thing of as long as we describe know what, what he's you're doing talking, exactly. What, what that's doing. Yeah, good call. That's okay, so and you can uh, submit this in any way you want. But this Joe Fury, you are not allowed to. Participate no, Joe, you are not allowed to participate unless you don't um, remember. Then yeah, yeah, in which case, fine. great, yeah. go for it. Yeah. But uh, you, it's an auditory medium, folks. So. It would be really great if you email us. Email us a file of you saying it. Yes. Call us and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX. Our email, freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can tweet at us, but it's less attractive. Just saying. But either way, it's the first person who gets yeah, back gonna, to us. Yeah, you're going to give away the tweets. Exactly. You're, you're, you're I know. give it away if you do that. Just get back to us, though. You, you're the first person to do this. You're going to get the shirt. You have to be prepared to give us your address at some point. We're not going to, like, walk up to you on the street and be like, here's your shirt. No, We've got to we, mail it off to you. We won't hand deliver it. We don't. <laughs> no, <think>. no. <laughs> Alan will hand deliver it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. It's the Joe Fury t-shirt contest, I guess. That was a... That's a beautiful name. It really contest. is. So you guys have to be the first person again to tell us four places out of five, at least, where Joe Fury appears. Show us radio. your theory. There we are. That's what we should have called it. Well, That's, it's too late now. It's too late. This is very anticlimactic. Okay. Okay, bye. Enjoy. Then we're back. So, guys, we have talked about this episode before, but let's let's talk about a few basics because there are some things. Well, there's some things I thought I noticed, but Josh Leap has since told me that he was not smoking a joint, but that's fine. Uh, but no, like not Bill, not not Josh. No, Josh was not smoking a, a, a weed. Uh, I thought a, Bill was a weed. I thought Bill was smoking a no weed. No illegal stuff except for Catherine vandalizing a Bill's by writing picture. Baba Booey on it because yes. of course she wrote Baba Booey on it because she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was so, I mean, that's, we, we went over a lot of it with Josh anyway in the thing, but, uh, you know, this, this story is that Matthew is gone and he needs to be replaced. Well, they, they're like, they want to do some role playing. So Andrea, I, okay. How this is something I, zero work. Yeah. Though. Right. This is what I hadn't noticed before. <laughs> and I love it a lot. So everybody, Bill says, Beth says, I'm going to play Bill. Bill's going to play Matthew. 
And Andrea's like, I'll be Beth. And then Beth's like, mm-hmm, great. Like, she just, like, blows it off. But the entire time, Andrea's just there pretending to chew gum. That's all she does. She sits she there. really just staying there. I, I, no. didn't, I don't even think no. I noticed the chewing yep. gum. So yep. I'm like, you brought that's that it. up. She just sits there because that's all she knows. It's all she's observed. It's just, she chews gum a lot. So I'm going to check that. What else Beth does Beth be... do? Well, let's get... chew gum most of the time. Right. That's got to worry. Always. Beth's sitting there looking at this, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Well, I don't think she would have noticed, but it Oh, this is how she views me? Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, there goes my job. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, I mean, Bill's frigging pratfall and spilling, like a pratfall and then saying, no, I think there's something seriously wrong with this chair. And then spills coffee he's on him. so oh. dead to, like, he's really, oh, it's so perfect. He means he just it. sits in it the second time so confidently. I just sit down and then his face just looks in horror as he, like, falls back. <laughs> wow, that really happened. Uh. What is going on right now? I always like in a, in a good sitcom, we're like, hey, let's, let's, let's show a little, a new bit of range because it's not like he gets to do a lot of physical humor on the right. show and it's just so like good. oh yeah no he could do that That's part really if he wanted well, sure. i mean think of whatever all the stuff he did on snl like, mm-hmm. of course he can do that i know but stuff. i feel like it's a nice reminder since he plays the same guy the whole time right um and then the uh yeah then the b story is of course super karate monkey death car which, which is, is one of the best oh it's so good <laughs> jimmy james capitalist lion tamer becomes jimmy james macho business donkey wrestler which can i also just point out jimmy uh-huh. james capitalist lion tamer i don't think that's also a very good title. it's not great it's not great i think he <laughs> thinks it sounds and i by the way I did run that through google translate and it comes back as jimmy james capitalist lion tamer if you reverse it just no change really yeah no well change. you okay yeah but that so you, tra- you did translate to Japanese, Japanese and Japanese back to English. So you just copied though, though. And then you should have used like Babelfish or like. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Are you correcting my methods? Uh, no, you should use two different services. Well, I'll have to do that. But next you know, time. but we don't know what the grammar was for Google Translate because sometimes mm-hmm. the grammar isn't necessarily absolutely correct. Oh, for yeah. sure. Translate yeah. it. So well, that, we'll find if out somebody about that did in a translate the grammar with it and then translated it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Well, that's what I did. You didn't translate the grammar. What do you mean I didn't translate the grammar? You did the grammar. Grammar. I copied and pasted what it gave me and reverse translated it a few times. I'm just saying. So there. Hmm. Um, hmm. And then, uh, then the... War. 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 <laughs> Uh, so, the, but the A story is about uh, the the test that everybody's gonna have to take that we find out is uh, a polygraph test. That sounds like a fun test. <laughs> so so good, and they're basically trying to they want to cheat on the polygraph test. Yeah. Um, well, and they're like pow, like they're they're, they're like why did I say that? Like they're like getting together and like really brainstorming about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That first t- they never have lunch together. <laughs> as a full group mm-hmm. and uh, we find out that Lisa is a felon a convicted felon she's done a number federally yep, yep. locally yep. and misdemeanors but yep. usually just to try to pass a test or yeah. something yeah. So, I mean so you know <laughs> crimes are usually committed out of desperation she has very goody goody moments of desperation that's true of course <laughs> breaking right. and entering is not a crime it is a crime if you break into a post office Ooh. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, this is her very, very human side that we don't always, always uh-huh. see. The moral of the story, uh, people, don't try to break into a post office. It's very true. It's a very good point. Thank you, Alan. You can break into other places. Just <laughs> no, <laughs> they have your permission? Great. <laughs> you have my permission. Jeez. Of course, if you get arrested, I will deny it up and down. Uh, uh, we find out something in this about, also about Andrea, uh, and she, she's like, 
she's just like, I'm not, we're not going to fire you, Lisa. Because Lisa has confessed everything in a really fun, funny moment. And then Andrea says, uh, she's, well, it couldn't have been that severe, Lisa says, oh, arson. <laughs> and there's part of me that almost wonders, since we just talked about in reverse order, is there any chance that Bill ended up dating Andrea just momentarily oh. and she tried to set all oh. of his shit uh. on fire? <laughs> <laughs> There's still a part of me that still think is that woman who thought he was British. I don't know. I also <laughs> no. I also thought it, it, it could be her. Yeah. Oh, we could ask Josh that. We should have. Well, well, well we'll I don't keep... know if he would remember, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he won't remember a thing that didn't physically happen. But you know, <laughs> all he can say is, yeah, that's ago. technically possible. Uh, I was I gonna? Uh, what were we just talking about? Can't tell you. Okay. Uh, you're talking about uh, her. Uh, her arson. Uh, but I really, but Dave's oh. Dave's is the one that stands out to me. Yes. No, go for Dave. Oh no, that's just a, it's just the one we were talking about. Is probably my favorite moment of the whole episode where I am not the cutest thing. <laughs> Isn't he the cutest thing? <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good button to it. And jo- Josh does not like the timing. Since maybe since I've grown up with that timing and I'm used yeah. to it, I really love I'm it. I'm just expecting that that it is a maybe long wait. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's something more that could have been done with it that would have really popped more, mm-hmm. but. I still like yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. and Dave's so good with the delivery that like Yeah. When maybe that's just why it sticks out to me automatically. Sure. What When did the and Andrea become obsessed with Lisa? Like what episode? Because I don't think I really noticed it much until I think this just one. this episode. It was this I one, think right? it's this one because she she's like we have something in common. No, she was, was trying she? To, yeah. Trying to be buddy buddy earlier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Yeah, well, but not as much as this episode at all. Okay. Okay. You think she that's the one she wanted to relate to the most? And I mean it makes sense since eventually Lisa does become the boss, but um yeah. y- you know, it kind of makes sense that people are warming up to her more. She probably also notices that she definitely works all the time and mm-hmm. probably is like, Well, this person's not somebody I have to fire most likely because uh-huh. like so you might be more attached to somebody that like has an admir- admirable like worth work ethic if you're in her position. That's probably true. Maybe. Mm. And also, and might she's sense like a, a woman spirit. close to her age, sure. probably. So that makes sense. Wow. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and then, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to? That her might be. Her opinion of Beth is obviously that lady chews gum, and I don't know gum. what else she even does here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't know if like I do not know what my favorite moments were when we went last time or my favorite I lines don't either. At all. I'm pretty sure my favorite line was donkey donkey donkey. donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine is, is probably well now it might be the is Dave the cutest thing, but it's probably. But Jimmy has fear a thousand times. No, is probably my favorite line. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I it's like definitely it's hard to pick out of the out of the um, autobiography ones because mm-hmm. they're all amazing yes um but i'm just gonna pick one one or two ones that aren't in it because obviously everybody sure. loves everything from the autobiography mm-hmm. um i like i said idiotic first that's a great line and delivered perfectly it, it is it's just there's so many in here it's mm-hmm. like there's a lot of competition mm-hmm. and um also definitely i'm not the cutest thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i am not the cutest thing and i think favorite moment for me is probably bill doing the pratfall i yeah. think it's probably my uh, favorite. with the coffee yeah yeah mine too yeah so good. <laughs> um, i kicked my mic people oh god wake up people <laughs> um uh yeah i think it is mine too you too wow that was the first 
That's this crazy. goes out in history, folks. This is the I first so, time man. the three of us all had the exact same, same favorite moment. I do, I do like the moment, though, when, when Jimmy's like, oh, God, I don't even have anything more to say. I can't BS my way through this any longer. I'm uh-uh. just... This is the worst. That, that would be my like second favorite because it's just okay. like he's he, he, Josh. Josh was right. He's just like defeated mm-hmm. in that moment. <laughs> uh, do, who who wants to read the original translation uh, of that full paragraph? You have it. Oh, well, because uh, I have uh, these yeah, translated. Yeah, I do. I do. Before so, we do the real so, deal, I want to do my translations. I think would be fun. so. Okay. The well, what Jimmy James was reading. Uh huh. Uh, okay, from I also translated three, the other lines, but yes. Go. Which is the story of his rise to financial prominence. Yes. I had a small house of brokerage on Wall Street. Many days, no business comes to my house, my hut. But Jimmy has fear? A thousand times, no. I never doubted myself for a minute, for I knew that my monkey strong bowels were guarded with strength, like the loins of a dragon ribboned with fat. And the opulence of buffalo dung. It's really first, good. You want me to keep going? You no, want? yeah, keep going. Uh, da, 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 I translated da. the whole thing. Because he gets interrupted. Da, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Going Begins to, da, da, da. with the glorious sunset. My glorious, glorious sunset of my heart was fading. Soon the super karate death monkey car would park in my space. But Jimmy has fancy plans and pants to match. <laughs> then the fan asks. What did you mean when you said bad clown making like super American car racers? Mm-hmm. I would make them sweat. War. War. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's also monkey clown horrible karate brown and yummy like a cute small baby chick would beat <laughs> the donkey. I missed the throat. Uh, <laughs> then he mentions the American yum yum clown monkey. And then feel my scales, donkey, 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 donkey. donkey. <laughs> so I did, yeah, so I did, a, I did translate, then reverse translate. Uh, I want to read... <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm trying to figure out which. So there are three. They're very similar. Sure. Okay. But they're they do change enough. So I'll, I'll read the first one again. Japanese back to English. So you took this version. I took this version. Okay. And I'll read off the the, the separate lines as well. So oh. I had a small house of intermediaries on Wall Street. Many days my cottage has no business. But does Jimmy have fear? A thousand times. I did not before. I did not doubt for a minute because I knew that the strong intestine of the monkey was kept tightly, like the dragon-like strength decorated with fat and the abundance of buffalo feces. The glittering sunset of my heart was retiring. Soon, super carrot monkey death car will park my space. But Jimmy has a wonderful plan, and there are matching pants. The colorful horror karate of a monkey like a cute little baby chick hitting the ass is brown and tasty. Then a bad clown making like a super American car racer. I will make them sweat. War, war. That's pretty close. And then monkey, monkey of yam, yam of America. And then feel my scale. Ass the ass of a donkey, donkey. Uh, that's that's the next one. And then I'm just going to skip to the very, very end. I had a small house of intermediaries on Wall Street. For a few days, my cottage has no job, but does Jimmy have fear? A thousand times. I knew that monkey's strong intestine was securely protected like a dragon-like dragon, decorated with fat, so I did not doubt for a minute. My hard sunset retired. Soon, super carrot monkey death car will park my space. But Jimmy has a wonderful plan, and there are matching pants. A monkey's colorful horror karate like a cute baby's ass is brown and tasty. My God. A bad clown made like a super American car racer. I will make them sweat. War, war. American monkey, monkey. And then I feel my own scale. Ass, butt, ass, ass, ass. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? 
How did you get that translation? Feel my scales, donkey, 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 donkey. Goes to feel my scale, ass the ass of a donkey, donkey. <laughs> then I feel my scale, ass, 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 ass. Then I feel my own scale, ass, butt, ass, ass, ass. Wow. Yeah. So that's English to Japanese to English to Japanese, English to Japanese to English. That's, that's four times? Uh huh. But at some point, Deception. it became redundant and became the same thing. Same over thing over and over and over yeah, again. So I'm like, that, those were just enough variants that uh, I really. So dug folks, about. don't just rely on translations. No. And you're right. I should have used different paid services. Unless you for though. them, and a human has proofread them. <laughs> you were right. You. I should have used different services. You're absolutely. So I'm, I'm gonna. Oh uh, yeah, we'll have it would to do vary more if you switch Ooh, between very two. more. Very Maybe more. Can... <laughs> <laughs> it did sound like you're saying very more. <laughs> <laughs> very more. Okay, I think. Well, do, what are we services? Yeah, yeah. I think it's time for, for the real deal with Bill McNeil. Very more, very more. Ass butt, ass ass ass. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Uh-huh. Thanks for that enlightenment, Jason. War. Um, War. So Bill starts off the episode. Um, I think they kind of all miss Matthew. I think he's included, but he's not going to share that ever. So he's like, "I said idiotic first. Um, talking about Matthew, and then he volunteers to pretend he's Matthew, and he says some the stupidest thing he could think of, which is, my cat is getting a hysterectomy. Oh, yes, damn it. That's a great line. And then, um, <laughs> and Beth has volunteered to imitate Bill, so she says, blah, 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 this is an outrage, and raises her hands. And then Bill does have a sense of humor like he's obsessed with himself but he's also like oh that was a good one like he nods and smiles and he like looks at her in approval um so he does you know he takes himself too seriously sometimes but he also can laugh at himself a bit um not always though (laughs) he's uh yeah he's usually too filled with desperation for that but um he, even though he's making fun of Matthew at the beginning of this, he gets, like, a free steak. He's the only one that gets to eat at lunch when they're trying to figure out what to do about this lie detector test. And uh, he's just like, oh, um, I'll eat a free steak. I don't care if this man's unemployed. I don't care if he's worried about, like, losing whatever. Mm-hmm. I will definitely accept this from him. Although he doesn't know that he's not a waiter there, I guess. Sure. But he still first. complains about it. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> does complain about overdone. it. Yeah, and he's the only one that gets to eat. And <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't share any of it. And he, um... Once he does find out Matthew doesn't work there, he doesn't say, oh, I'll get this. He's just like, oh, oh well. Bye. Do you think Matthew took it from a? I guess this isn't a bull question, but do you think Matthew just took it from another table? Like uh, he may, but he did say, "Oh, it's on me." Like oh, he probably ordered end. it and actually paid for it. Yeah, the little money he had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. oh. <laughs> yeah. That's why he was sort of BSing at the beginning. Oh, that's I can nice only. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He was like. I, I only put Bill's order in, or they're totally... But I don't remember what his excuse was, but it was really dumb. But uh-huh. Bill's like, oh, whatever, I get food. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's he doesn't have a whole lot of empathy. I know it's Matthew, and Matthew's impossible to deal with for most people, but... He, yeah, Bill doesn't care. He just doesn't care. It's not, like, the worst in him that shows through in this episode, but it's like... He's very apathetic. Yeah. 
And and he, since he's not worried about his lie detector test, he doesn't really have a whole lot of conflict in this episode. Um, he's just interested in making fun of Matthew and then, like, not caring about people. Pretty much. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's what I got. All right. This has been The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Very more. Very more. Very Quoth the Jen. Very more. What do you have to promote, Jen? Hmm? Well, I don't know if you've heard about it, but the new thing all the kids are doing? Mm-hmm. They're voting Whoa. and registering to vote. Gnarly. There's so many oh, wait a minute. that when you're... I'm just a kid who's 18. How do I vote? Oh, my gosh. All you have to do is register uh-huh. and then go vote. You, If you are too busy at a job, uh-huh. you can register to vote by mail and do it ahead of time. What if I'm a disenfranchised minority who's been gerrymandered out of, out of effectiveness? You can vote, and you can Ooh. ask your whole family to vote, too. Cool. That's radical. If transportation is an issue, get registered to vote by mail, too. It's so much easier than going in person sometimes. Sunny D. And if you That's can't register to do it by mail in time, ask your friends and family, hey, can I get a ride? Hey, boss, can I get a couple hours off work? Because it's illegal for anybody to fire you for taking time off work to vote. That is true. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yes. Should be. I, it is. The, it, I don't know you, why it's your not legal, your legal yeah, right? right to have some time off that's reasonable to go to your place of polling and then come back to work. Pretty they good. Should, yeah. They should make it a holiday. No, you're right. I agree. Voting please day. vote. I, if you haven't done it before, I'm not going to judge you for not voting before, but I really need you to go vote. Thanks, Jen. Alan, what do you got to promote? Well, uh, selfishly, uh, alanrickert.com, <laughs> A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T.com, Twitter, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T, with an at in front of it, uh, Instagram, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T, I think there's an at in front of that, too. Mm-hmm. And Facebook, uh, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Hey, check out my MDB page. It's uh, Alan Rickert, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Jason, what do you have to promote? Oh, uh, yeah. and uh, uh, watch Netflix. There's a little movie called uh, Dolomite Is My Name that will be out at some point, and uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be in it somewhere. I'm excited. <laughs> what? I'm excited. I'm very excited to see it. I cannot wait. I'm going to be like doing a we'll have to. grandma thing. I'm going to turn on the flash on my phone and take pictures of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, look what I saw. I saw you on TV with that fellow from those offensive movies. Uh, let's see. He's got, he says dirty words, Alan. Dirty words. Oh, I don't approve. Draw. Filth, florn, florn, filth. Jason, what do you got to promote? <laughs> uh, at uh, at Twitter, nope. Twitter at jklam, jklamm. Uh, Instagram <laughs> at jasonklam, j a s o n k l a m m. Jasonklam.com, StolenDress.com, CelerySoundRecords.com. Listen to Comedy on Vinyl. That's a fun podcast. Listen to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. That's an also fun podcast. Um, that's about it. There's only one thing left to say, and that is get catch you later, BKs. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. 
The show is hosted by Alan Rickard, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. <laughs>